Courtney? No. Yes. You're stuttering like Alice for a second. Yeah. When she tried to say exactly, exactly. She said precisely. Precisely. So he was like, exactly or whatever. The way he said it was very like drawn out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. I'll remember everything that happened at the end. Even if you like speak more on the end, I'll remember it's fine. I know the film good enough. I hardly looked up at the TV. I just heard stuff going on, and then when I watched it the second time, I kind of like I remember the film. I really do. Like, yeah. Beginning to end, I remember. I had to stop order. watching at work because like everyone was just around me because we were all working in the cost department, and I was like, I'll watch it. So I like put it on while I was driving. Like, I was like, I was listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have faith that this will work out. Worst case, if it doesn't work out, then that's just life. But it'll work out. So where's the door open? Because like Colin's not home and the cats aren't here. I know. Nobody yell at the Griffey. Kaylee texted me and said that my reading of her friend's chart was good, though. Like, five aspects that I talked about. She's like, her friends, my friend said it was very accurate. I was like, wow. That's Call funny. me an astrologer. I hear men talking outside the window. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I hear a truck. <laughs> when I quit Walgreens, should I tell everyone at Walgreens that I'm gay just out of spite? Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think of how. <laughs> well, Kaylee's still working there. Oh. Just make it, like, Facebook official. <laughs> Show your father to tell everybody oh at that God. point. Oh, my God. It's a big commitment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't know about that one. That's funny. It's okay. Uh, what did Shut you up. Just Shut walk up. by. Just don't. Say. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, where are your new Barbies? Did you put them up? Um, I want to clean them first and brush their hair. They're and dirty. it's a whole project. Girl, they're from the Goodwill. Barbies. I'm dirty. Can I get a You want a booger? I'll touch the Barbies in. Like, when I, got, when I got the white horse, her hair was literally, like, so matted and tangled. Yeah. But I was, like, I was very surprised I saved it. I had to dip it in boiling water. That. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's, like, you gotta sit down and do it. And I didn't feel like doing that. I threw my BoJack away, and Shane bought me, like, a small one, a 5 by 7 of it instead of the 8 by 10 Aww. I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put this, but thank you. That was so nice of her. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that for you. At least thought to. Yeah. Like, if you'd asked me to, I would have, but they're like, totally, but, like, <laughs> I wouldn't have, it's like, okay. thought more. Because, like, the way you worded it was, like, oh, this time depressed era is over, but I've been like, okay, cool. I'd probably would. print you something new, but I wouldn't yeah. have printed you the same one. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know where to put it at the moment, so it's okay. It, it'll be a nice memory. I mean, Sleeping Beauty's been in front of it for, like, the last six months. Probably longer than that. I don't know how long I've had that Sleeping Beauty print that Liza got me. Yeah. So. I'll have to get you a print. Even though that one time you technically bought yourself prints, I just, like, ordered you a shit ton of yeah. randos. I kept some of them. I kept the Kirby with the gun, which I don't think it's work appropriate, but I kept it. <laughs> uh, I kept the scene from Open the Garden Wall because now that you sh- ever since you showed me that show, it's literally, like, one of my favorite shows now. <laughs> uh, and the Squidward one is on my locker, and everyone keeps asking me why it's there. And I'm like, why are you questioning it? They probably think somebody put it up there. Being oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. But it's okay. Like, I would have no. done that to you if I was still working there. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, my BoJack era. It's because, like, I think during COVID, I rewatched that show, like, three times. I started it, and I literally had to tap out because of how depressed it made me. This episode became about BoJack Horseman. It's, it's, it's a depressing show. But, yeah. like, I think it was, like, this is nice. Like, there's comfort here. I don't know what it was. I think it was just, like... I, it kind of delved a little too deep into the, like, feelings of feeling like a shitty person. Are you and your mic backwards? 
Oh. How is your volume? Is your volume picking up? Uh. Yes. <laughs> it's been picking up pretty quietly compared to what it is now, though. <laughs> Do you want to see? <laughs> it went from like a centimeter of the little, you know, volume dash line to like, you know, three inches. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, if you just cut it short to where we started talking and it was muffled and then it was like, yeah, that'd be funny. Um, don't um when I um. <laughs> you may go first. <laughs> Yeah, I, I liked the content. I liked the content in it. I think the content just was like, it was a little too honest. And at that time, I was such a young, underdeveloped person as well that I was like, oh my god, I'm a shit person. And I, uh, yeah, like sophomore year, which was a very like developmental time for me. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that if you're too young watching it, it's just kind of like, hmm, well, I disagree. It depends on like where you're at or if you're depressed or not. And I think I was just too depressed at the time to watch it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the relatability, I rewatched it when I was probably at the lowest during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but there's some good messages in it. I was like, you're right. And the, the poster that I had, the one that said, it gets easier. It gets easier every day. The hard part is you have to do it every day or do it all the time. Yeah. And I was like, you're right, Bojack. Life will get easier, but I gotta keep doing every single day. <laughs> oh, so, hold on. Eventually, I found some new friends. Who? Uh, these two people, these two weirdos that just like forced me into their life. They were like, here's a key to my house. Here are my animals. <laughs> I hope you love them. Also, we're gonna work with you now, so we're gonna see you all the time, so you have to like us either way. <laughs> now I do a podcast with them. <laughs> and we don't work together. You still come around. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, we really gave you a key to the house. I purely was 100% in, in it because Kinsey would never get up and get the door. I was like, here. So now she can open the damn door. I don't want to get up. You guys were all together. Like, you gave your partners keys at the time, too. So it was almost like, I was like, dang, guess I'm part of the family now. <laughs> like, the boyfriend's got a key. Guess I get one, too. Let me think. You came in the picture, like, a year before Colin, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, yeah. Ooh. Blurp. Blurp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my ocarina. Yeah. I know. Yeah, basically. I mean, nobody stuck around long enough to get a key. And I would say you probably were, like, um, the quickest to get a key, like, in the time span. Mm-hmm. When Colin got a key because of Ripley and, you know, he had been around long enough that I knew I wanted to be with him. And and it's a matter of trust. I was like, I, I trust these people. Like, when fucking Kinsey moved out, she was still dating her current boyfriend at the time. And he handed me his key that day. Like, she moved out. So it was a matter of trust. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying you can't give that out to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, but Kenzie's also the worst at giving keys back. Yeah, I mean, come on, I just lie to her and tell her that I got a door, I got a bag. Like, press it'll make it, but you can't get 
Jesus Christ, that's funny. Like, we can shiny them too, because after we got like the, after the house fire, Shane never got one. Like a routine. Mm. Like, one, cause, cause my, I have to come home at midnight, and my brother's already locked the door. I'm I'm used to being able to call Shane because he'll get it up where I can go get it. Because my grandma gets mad, and also like, your son's not sneaking back in the house at like one thirty in the morning, two o'clock, and I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if you're ever in that situation, just bring your key over to my apartment and couch couch crash, and just say, "Oh, I decided to spend the night with my friend." Yeah, that's what I need to do because she's something else. <laughs> I can delete my video footage on the on the the ring camera because I'm like, you are not safe. Like, you're at two in the morning. <laughs> that's so funny that you have that one up on her. She knows you enough that she's like, hmm. But you're yeah. you're smart enough I'm and tech savvy enough. Yeah. <laughs> Covering your tracks. That's funny. You're listening to Post Credit Depression, where we discuss this week's current hyperfixation. My name is Kaylin, and I started writing again <laughs> lately. Fact, you yeah. Started doing some creative writing outlet. Yes. Uh, my name's Mariah, and oh, my fun fact is I really need salt and vinegar chips for like the last me too like four or five days. I think my salt and disgusting is extremely high. I can't stop. Yeah, Colin got this family sized of a brand that I decided I don't want to eat that brand for a minute. Kettle brand. Yeah. The Lay's ones have a sweet taste to them, which I like. And or or the no 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 the Miss Vicky's has a sweet taste. Um, we should just go try all the salt and vinegar chips at this restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's just like. Only, like, one spot of my brain needs to be tickled, and only salt and vinegar can tickle it. I'll, I'll like, die down in, like, two weeks, and I'll go to, like, sour cream and onion. Yeah. Temporarily, or, like, cheese or... Chips in general are just so bad. I know. I actually don't usually eat them a lot. I don't know. I think it was at work. I just can't eat them anymore. I think it's, like, you just need something savory when you... Maybe maybe it's, like, a lack of nutrition. Me too. You called her coworker. The, you're you're going through the you're going through the phase. <laughs> you're going through the phase we went through. <laughs> my coworker Mariah. I said my coworker Eve and Haley. To make you stand out in my father's memory, I would call you my coworker Mariah because I know that he knows you from there and that you're my friend at work. Yeah, because if you say, "Oh, my friend Mariah," like that's such a generic like title yeah. versus my coworker friend Mariah. It's a yeah, step up in a way. <laughs> if you say my f- coworker acquaintance, then like that's below friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's coworker friend that like. It depends on the coworker friend. I would say coworker friend, like we are, it's like better than like you're basically best friends. If it's coworker acquaintance, you laugh at work. They're funny. You would never hang out with them outside of work. Yeah, like the first two weeks I knew you were just my coworker. I don't know if still. And I was like, I like this girl I'm hanging out with her. She's like a cool acquaintance. And then we hung out for the first time. And I was like, Yeah, she's my friend. That's my coworker. She's my friend. No big deal. Now, yeah. Now we're not coworkers anymore. We're just friends. Yeah. And then we went through that whole phase of you know we people being it. jealous. <laughs> That they were in the acquaintance uh, ranking still oh, yeah. and not in the friend. Because, like, the second they... S- they were fine. But then the second they saw um, someone got upgraded. Yeah, 
they were like, whoa. Also, there's never a chance for me to be friends with them, so why is the jealousy prejudice? Yeah, honestly, like, I experienced that at my last job. Um, not the one with you, but my last job. Um, and it didn't even involve me, but I could see other people getting jealous of pe- other people going from acquaintance to a uh, friend. And they're like, oh, my God, why am I not in those group chats? Why am I not being invited to those gatherings? And I'm just kind of like, bitch, if you don't want me, I don't I don't want I don't want to be a part of that. Like, I'm not into the chase. I've never been into that. Obviously, there's something incompatible about us that I get the picture. I'm like, okay, cool. I get that. And I find my people. I've always done that in my life. And it it kind of hurts to see other people kind of like get hung up about it. You can get like, I guess. Maybe feeling betrayed if you thought you were friends and then you find out that, like, it's more. But, I don't know. I kind of knew immediately, like, these acquaintances are staying acquaintances. So, seeing other people kind of get hung up over it, I'm just kind of like, whatever, dude. Yeah, maybe it's my Scorpio placement. Maybe it's my Cancer 11th house. Like, people just, like, gravitate towards me to be friends. I'm like, yeah, chase after me. Good luck. It's because you're a chameleon. Good luck. Maybe we'll be friends. It's my favorite part when people are like, yeah, I love you. You sound so mean. <laughs> yeah, I love her. I want to be her friend, and they're like literally up my ass to be my friend. And I'm like, I never once considered you anything more than the first guy I met in elementary school. Honestly, though, I I used to think you were a little judgmental for that, and then I know the exact people you're talking about. Uh-huh. That they're, they're not good people to like feel bad for. It. It's it's hard to watch. Yeah, I'm like, go ahead, keep trying, and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, buy me those gifts, treat me to nice iced coffee. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that when you but turn... also, I will say, I don't do... I'm not an asshole for this, because I don't do it to take advantage of people. I make it very much known that I don't like that. You do. And I think it's the pushiness where I'm like, you deserve it at that point. They continue to try. So at what point am I no longer the asshole where I'm accepting the gifts when I told you I didn't like you? Yeah. You I, you straight up, like, in those words, that I don't like you. And it's like, hmm, you're just playing a love game. You're just playing hard to get, like, like old Greg. <laughs> I got this Wow, it's so funny that we're talking about like mind games, but um <laughs> it has nothing to do with I love when our little commentary always ends up being something similar to what we consumed this week. Yeah, I guess like men- mental health, you know, maybe. Yeah. Um we we watched Alice in Wonderland, the original uh nineteen nineteen sixties? Fifty one. Oh wow. I looked it up because I couldn't remember I was like Alice in Wonderland. All right. Yeah, it, it had to have been filmed right after Peter Pan, I'm yeah, assuming. I was looking it up, I saw an article, didn't read it, but it was like, why Alice in Wonderland didn't get big until the 1970s? And I was like, I should read that. Didn't. Wow, that's interesting. I, <laughs> wonder wonder what we could talk about in another <laughs> podcast about Alice in Wonderland. Uh, so yeah, obviously, we didn't, we didn't consume all of Florence this week because Kinsey is still busy being... Ripley, would you like to do the intro for Kinsey? Ripley, speak. Speak. Ripley. You can cut out all the speaks. Ripley, speak. <laughs> Ripley, speak. <laughs> speak. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank now, you. now what you have to do is cut out like all the bullshit of us telling her to speak and just say like Kinsey or Ripley. Would you like to do this? <laughs> so then, like, yeah, line it up. <laughs> yep, you'll be good. Oh, I don't have a speak for you. I'm so sorry. Just pet her. Say, "Good girl." Good girl. Yes. Yes. Um, yep, we did not 
cover Florence this week because Kinsey is not here. Yeah, but we'll be back. We, we think he gets back on the grind, but Kinsey will be here, guys. I promise you will be back. We just got to keep it going. Yeah, sorry if she's some of your guys' favorite character, but, you know, you're just going to suck it up, if Buttercup. Is, if she is, I hope you guys are all going <laughs> to fall and I can fight you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm never getting my hopes up to be anybody's fa- favorite character. I hope it's, like, kind of – I want to be the Hufflepuffs of – that's what I'm saying. I want to be the niche favorite, the the Hufflepuff, the, you know, the odd one. Like, you know, a lot of people in Game Grumps, I think their favorite's Danny, but, like, I want to be the, the Aaron, like, a, yeah. like ability. Um, so, yeah, we, we watched Alice Wonderland because uh, it is one that Kinsey did not like. Yeah, Kinsey actually did not like Alice in Wonderland at all the last time her and I watched it, like, a year ago. And I do... No, she's seen it before, but oh. she said, she said it has always made her uncomfortable um, because of how angry everybody gets. You know what? It makes sense now that you told me that she didn't like Sword and Stone, why she wouldn't like Alice in Wonderland either, because it also feels like a little jumpy all over the place kind of vibe. Alice in Wonderland does like it goes from um, basically the main character interacting with other characters. There's no real plot. Yeah, it could have been told in any order and just happened in some order. Yeah, the overall overarching plot is she is transported to neverland and she's trying to get home so she does have a goal but like really it's just her wandering about and running into different characters you know sword in the stone which we could talk about this like when we cover it yeah another one we'll say for just me and you but um it's arthur uh what's it called being taken under by merlin for different sorts of uh studies and training Mm -hmm. and it's just like you know uh different situation to a different situation to a different situation but it's not like you know how alice in wonderland it feels like you run into so many different characters and stuff it's it's even less than that and it's just kind of like i'm like kinsey why don't you understand what's going on she's like i don't get the story and i'm like well i'm gonna kick your ass yeah it doesn't have like a straight path for it yeah well not not super linear but like it's more like um if here's point a and point b it kind of takes like a we're going off to the side we're going off to the side yeah that's how it feels. But, um, yeah, I figured it would be a good one to do now because I want to save the Florence for when Kinsey's here. And, you know, when you're moving, you, you don't always, like, you know, you're not able to get around to the frivolous stuff like your office or your microphone. So, like, you know, she she's just dealing with life like we all have to. We're giving her that space. But I do want to save that for when she's around. So, uh, Florence still in the queue. Yeah, we'll just do duos until we get the trio back. Yeah, but that's endgame, obviously. Kinsey's still in the pod, everyone. Let's see my baby. Poor Don't Move. She went to a farm. She went to a farm? <laughs> do you know, like, the, the morbid stories they say of, like, pets? Like, oh, oh yeah. they went to the farm. <laughs> they went to the farm. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. She's all right. I love when the opening credits happen in any old Disney film. As soon as I hit play, it, like, transported me back to my childhood. Girl. Oh, my God. It's so cute. I love the colors. I love the little stills. I was already going to say that to you, and something about it feels so nostalgic and bittersweet, as if, like, I know the movies to go to to get this, Mm -hmm. but movies are not made like this anymore and you can only get that fix from these old movies and you're right like I feel like I'm about to get into the setting and 
I don't know. It used to feel so normal when we were kids, and now it doesn't feel normal. Now it feels like, you know. Ooh, you get. Yeah. Like going down to the cellar and picking out an old special bottle of wine that, like, there's not, there's not going to be more made of it. It's that, that's the only one that you can enjoy. Yeah, it definitely adds something to it. And, like, the reason you just get down is like, dang, I am suddenly 10 years old again. You're going to make me cry. We just started. <laughs> uh, okay. I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something about Alice in Wonderland stood out to me, like, differently than a lot of uh, films at the time. Like, more so than I'd say, like Little Mermaid or other like Disney princess like films, I I really gravitated toward towards Alice in Wonderland. Like if Peter Pan's your Disney movie, I feel like Alice in Wonderland has always been mine. Like the one that, um, I don't know, I don't know if it's autism, but like something about the shapes, colors, characters, colors sounds. So mm hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely created by like painters, like the colors. The way that, like, Alice as a character changes when she goes under different lighting, like mm-hmm. the tunnel when she's falling, like, mm-hmm. the crocodile and the fucking, when he's smoking and the oh, pink yeah. crocodile comes out, it's, yeah. like, so vivid and, like, I'm just teleported. I'm, like, I am 10 years old again when I watch films like that. One other film that makes me feel like um, I can watch it and it gives me the similar itch in my brain that, like, when I was a kid it gave me is My Neighbor Totoro. When I watch that, I feel the exact same way as when I watched it as a kid, which was the only Studio Ghibli movie I watched as a kid. Ooh. I will say 90s, but I want to say it was, like, maybe even earlier than 90s, maybe. Or, or the, I've never seen it, but I will say, yeah, the it's not late 90s for sure. Oh, that is the definition of late 80s. Yeah. Really? 19... Oh, wait, no. Oh, I thought you said 1998. Oh, my God. Yeah, 1988. Yeah. Um, I guess if... I can. Yeah, it's easy. It was, like, the stereotypical period... Um. For the white picket fence family where the mom stayed at home and where uh, that like 1950s dress style and like waiting for their husband to come home. Huh? Segregation still existed then? Sh- sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, listen. I, that's why I use the word stereotypical yeah, because if you Google 1950s, you're going to find these you're sorts of. Yeah, the the idealized American dream that, like, you know, was actually super toxic because, like, you know, it, it, rushing into marriages that, like, you end up getting abused in and then, like, you know, there's lots of fucking problems from it. But, um... It's just wild I know the video game uh, Fallout, uh, at least... Oh, God, I can't remember the name Fallout 4. Yeah, I think it's that one. I'm not a big Fallout fan. I'm out here spewing it like i know what i'm talking about but i do know it is it is based in the 1950s because the 1950s is post world war ii um oh god i yeah i i just hope i'm getting (laughs) my facts straight um post world war ii and um there was kind of a um so you're back checking it okay yeah right after that and so the video game takes inspiration of the nuclear war and 
fighting that happened and they basically like uh expand upon that and there's like this apocalyptic shit that happens because of all the bombings and all the technology like we're in the future now but all the technology looks like it's from the 1950s and aesthetic and you know artwork so when you're playing the video game like that's one of the no uh historical facts i know about that but <laughs> we're like yeah the war ended and we're like we're probably fucking wrong because i would just go for art you would just go for art, you would go for art and we're just like spitting out facts over here like we know what we're talking about that's why i say it like with like a pain in my voice i'm like i hope i'm right that's what my history teacher told me if i remember it right i even took history class in college i took a whole his- actually i think it was like i took anthropology in college i did not take history Yeah, I mean, it's weird how my brain works. I don't know if your brain works like this. And even for current memories with you guys, because anytime I hear Kinsey saying, like, what year stuff happened, or she'll say after junior year, and I'm like, no, that was your sophomore year. And she'll be like, no, it wasn't. And I have to sit there and lay out her life. And then she'll be like, holy shit, that is exactly how it happens. Yeah, I, everything in my brain looks like a timeline. And uh, what I remember films too like really oh no if i try to look back oh, like yeah, that yes, yes. in my brain there's this long line and it uh there's what i can remember in my lifetime and there's also what i've learned about history mm-hmm. and when i learn that you know for example uh my neighbor totoro was made before princess mononoke 1997 I can I, I start placing them on the line in my brain and so when I start saying shit like Fallout fucking you know uh was based off of this time period I can like pull from it it's a But, but here's, here's where I'm hung up. One, uh, I did a lot of stuff out of order in my life and, you know, we're not going to get into that, but I got that way, especially with college, which is, you know, I'd say that the beginning of my senior year of high school is when my life really start to, started to, I, well, no, I was going to say take off and like, I have matter, uh, facts that actually mattered or not facts that, um, events that mattered, anything before that. She might or she might hear the dog. No, he's not home yet. Um, but I was gonna say where I'm hung up as far as using that method is now that we're out of college, I don't know what to call things anymore. Let's just pause for a second. Yeah, it does.
tell. I do it in front of Colin all the time. Sometimes I shut the door to be a lady, but I don't care. Do you like Uncrustables? No. Will you, I don't either. Will you get me one out of the freezer? Because I feel a little, um, I had a light lunch and I just want to have that too. Freezer. Give me one with more peanut butter inside it than jelly, please. Give me one with more peanut butter inside it than the jelly. Just guess. Um, are they corn dogs or are they the sausage, uh, pancake? Alright, I remember where we left off this time so that it is not confusion. Probably. Oh, nice. Um, I was saying that I don't know... Uh, what method I'm going to use other than just a year-to-year -year basis now. Like, oh, in 2022, 2023. But that requires you also remembering. So then it'll become more vague, kind of like when I say, oh, that was definitely before the 1990s, or that was definitely... That's just how time... That's just how time works, Mariah. It's sad. It's sad, but, like, that's just how it works. Yeah, I mean, I guess now that I'm, like, officially done with, like, my education, I'm going to have to figure out a new system to remember things, too. Or we could be like Alice and like things that are nonsense actually make sense in Wonderland. So we could, you know, just change the rules. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie, obviously, we talked about the opening credit. Love it. Love the magic of the movie. Um, I'm gonna jump to. I've talked to you in the past when we talked about this movie. The fucking clam story that wheeled you into a dump. First of all, I don't remember. You are jumping ahead. It's after the sister, after the rabbit, after the tunnel, after the door, after the dodo, after the tweedledy tweedledum, and then it's the. At what point you're you're a child? You're chasing after this white rabbit, okay? You fall into a hole. At what point do you stop chasing the rabbit because there's other interesting things happening around you? Well, that point does come. That point does come in the story. It comes right when the dog sweeping thing happens. Well, duh. Like, she kind of just, like, realized, like, she's fucking lost. There's no way home. And she just wants to find the white rabbit. I just feel like... Or she doesn't want to anymore. Yeah, I guess you're right. I just feel like I would have been, like, done after, like, the second time he blowed my ass. Mm. Or you tried to, you know, burn the house down yeah. with the dodo. So the, the door scene, iconic, one of my favorite scenes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember it happening so early for some reason. <clears throat> well... I just wanted to comment too about the sister before we get off. I'm um, <laughs> I don't know why I hate pretzels, but right now they are so addicting. Like you made them look so good. I'm trying some dips and that's extra. Continue. <laughs> um, fucking Alice, like uh, roasting her sisters, like uh, real books and uh, what's it called? Sorry, let me rephrase. Alice roasting her sister, wanting to read picture books instead of real books, like. I was always, like, on that train when I was a kid. I was like, yeah, fuck. You know, and now here I am, like, trying to write. Yeah. 
Uh, no, that was not the 1950s. That's more like, I think, 1800s England era. She was actually taking her history list. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to do it one more time. <laughs> but we can, we can fast forward to uh, my dog watched the rabbit run into the tunnel. That was funny. <laughs> and then when he came back on the screen after she fell down to the bottom of the rabbit hole, her ears perked back up. It was pretty funny. She wanted to chase a white rabbit. Maybe I'll name her Alice. But all right, we're at the door now. Uh-huh. And um, the fucking cookies and the drinks look yeah, so good. Do. Like, I could I taste it. it. I could taste those as a kid. <laughs> could you taste them? I could. They're good. I, I also love the, like, obviously, like, as an adult, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, magical movies. But, like, obviously, you know, you're an adult. There's, like, a dream world. It's, like, the, everything isn't what it is, and it's whatever it isn't, it is. Mm-hmm. So, like, every time, like, things were questioned, there was always an answer. And when there was an answer without a question, it was provided every time. Like, when she's like, well, how can I get to the door? And he's like, well, duh the cookies and she's like okay and then she's like did you get the key she's like how can i get the key oh magically it's there so like when i was a kid i was like this is the magical but it is just like her brain because she said what she wanted the world to be so like there's like oh well you didn't get the key well why don't you get that cookie and it appears that's literally how my I can change the phrase. A murderer. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a. It either like gets worse or yeah, you're right. It gets better. Yeah. I guess yeah. If you're just doing a mundane task and you're like, "Where's the pizza cutter?" There's not a pizza cutter in here, and then you're like, "Oh, right here on this, you know, piece of bread." Like yeah. something weird. It's always like very illogical stuff. So even that like scene watching it, I'm like, "Oh, she literally spoke that into existence." She's like, "Everything isn't what it is, and what it is, it isn't." I liked all the doors when she opened it and opened it and opened it. It was <laughs> really cool. Relatable, like crying and <laughs> fucking floating around your own tears. Is it because it feels chaotic? I don't know. I just don't think like was it necessary. It is based off of the original writing. Have you read the book? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I read it in high school. It's based off the original writing, and they they cut way more characters than that out. But I feel like it's um not important, but it it does show the the randomness of Wonderland. You know. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's definitely parts that are here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget that it, it is based solely off of a book and the book the guy was on like fucking fell off drugs and shit or whatever. I think that's hilarious. 
full-on eating right now. Sorry, I'm really hungry. I had a bowl of cereal for lunch. I had a, I had a, I had a, oh my gosh. Why is my stutter coming back so bad? I had, Why is who? um, really? a French bread pizza and Caesar's for breakfast. My stomach. My boyfriend fed my dog some of this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Now, now she wants some. See, I didn't say the brand name because we're we're not sponsored by them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I I do forget that it's just like a goofy little book movie situation. Um, I did like that the animals were just like fucking running and listening to the Dodo bird when he was clearly looking for a fire stone. How many people do you know that remind you of the Dodo bird specifically when he was pressuring the lizard to go down? He's like, "You'll be oh, famous. Oh, Come on, lad. Down you go." He's like. Probably Grab him by the neck and pull the monster out. Oh my gosh. Like, Capricorns that we know. yeah, spe- like I'm picturing like I don't know some old ass mansplaining man that like has this like positive attitude, trying to be the cool boss, but he's also like I'm the leader, but he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's dumb as rocks. Like, I, I feel like I know so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. He was just like that at work. <laughs> And, like, even when he's wrong, or it doesn't work, he's like, hmm. Anyways, you know. Uh, was there a scene? There was a scene before. Yeah, there was. Um, the Tweedledee, Tweedledum, and then your oyster scene. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to jump into that whole scene with the house. Um, I'm gonna figure my track, so I'm staying on the house scene. So, I'm a, when he was looking for Marianne, does this rabbit have a servant? Who is Marianne? I think it's his, like hand aid or like help out. Well he works for the the Royals, you know, he's a little fucking He's got a little bitch that got got some flush to him. Everybody needs to work. <laughs> there's You're jobs wrong. there's jobs for everyone. He was so mean to her though. I know, he's like Marianne, bitch, get up You're, I'm fucking late. I'm late. You're making me later. Get my clothes. That's funny. When I was a kid, I thought Marianne was another name for Alice. I was confused why he was talking to her. Why do they got those cookies just laying around for? Well, uh, sorry. It's a dream. Yeah, it's a dream. <laughs> like, I was just mad. I was like, is this not a dream? Because as a child, you don't realize it's a dream. Why are these cookies just sitting here? I don't know. I, I... For fun. <laughs> and then, also, does nobody in this world know the cookies exist? Because every time she shrunk or got small, people were freaking out. Oh, yeah, they were like monster. Maybe. maybe... Hmm, no. Oh. See, nothing's supposed to make sense. Like, you can't prove nothing about Alice in Wonderland. Well, he was, like, a high intellectual. Like, he knew everything. So did the Dodo. The Dodo was... <laughs> 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 um. But, like, if you, if everyone has these cookies and these snacks and stuff, why don't we, why don't they put two and two together? When, when she was small and then got big, why did they not realize it was the same person? I cannot wait to get to my favorite food. In this, it's actually not the cookies, but um, it's a few scenes down. Last thing I'll say, real quick, while we're on the rabbit house, is I wanted to live there. I still do. Every time I see the house, yes, the colors, the fucking, the fucking clock that the dodo breaks in front of the rabbit, poor thing. Oh, that pink, funky-looking furniture. Yes, absolutely. Um, so she is incredibly small after the rabbit's house, and I'm very sure the next thing is the flowers. What the fuck? I skipped them. <laughs> you did. Alright, uh, go. Good to be so dumb, irrelevant, other than the story they tell. I completely agree. Do you think Princess 
I don't know, but when you really think about what they are, like, there's magical flowers, there's magical cats, there's, you know, the Mad Hatter and the fucking rabbit and the mouse, the Dormouse, are all iconic Alice Wonderland characters. So is Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and actually a lot of people love them, and I see them marketed everywhere. They're two grown twins running around the woods, acting really weirdly in sync. Mm Mm-hmm. Gestures. Yeah. Oh, a jest. A jester. Jester would be like, I guess that word, but jest for short. Mm, They don't give me jest vibes. They're dressed like little boys. Oh, maybe. In in the the live action, they're calling her Fat Boys, the Queen's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're like on this the whole little world, like the sun and yeah. the moon and the beach. Yeah, I something about the whole um, walrus and carpenter story um, really like hummed in my brain when I was a kid. Yeah, and then that butter, oh my god, it looks so good. Like it didn't even look like butter. My brain didn't even process it as butter as young as I watched it, but like it looked delicious. Hold on. Also, why did the walrus not save a single plan for the carpenter? Because he was greedy. And, I mean, the mother oyster warned them. They still went. They didn't listen to her. Natural selection. I'm my kid. I'm kidding. <laughs> you like my texture last night? It was like, when people open the oysters, do, are they dead? <laughs> I was just showing people on social media just opening up clams and taking the pearls. And I'm like, are you killing them? Yeah, it could either be that they're already dead or it could be more than likely that they're alive. If you're asking about the ethicalness, like, yeah, they're in pain. And um, I've only seen, like, very rare situations. And I've seen videos. They open the shell just, like, about, you know, mm-hmm. an inch or so. And then they go in and they extra- extract the pearl. And then um, they let the oyster live longer to keep producing the pearls. But, I mean, that's way more time-consuming than just, like... You think about it, like, yeah, I mean, you compare it to fishing and the way that the fishing industry is, like, the fish are alive, thrown on ice, and they die a very slow, painful death. You know? It's just like, it, it's... Yeah, I guess the problem is also that I'm seeing, like, you know, like, you get the fish, you're eating the fish, like, they're going for a good cause in your body. But, like... Oh, you're saying that for a frivolous use that it feels more wrong? I think it's just like the fucking. I think that's what bothered me about it. Cause I was like, oh. we can't, we can't. I, I eat cows. I eat chickens, so I can't eat a sick chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, I can wait till it's whole and healthy and then kill it. But like, if it's saving the oyster just to get to the end, because the pearls are still gonna be there either way, why can't I just wait? Let's look up. Um, Alexa's unplugged. Look up the lifespan of a uh, oyster. That might be the answer to your question. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, that might be why. Like, they're like, bitch, I know you got the pearl in you, and I'm not waiting that long to make my cash. Like, I don't know why I'm getting, like, worked up about them stealing oysters all of a sudden, but, like, the more I watched the video, at first I was like, cool, look at those pearls. Then I was like, there's a lot of pearls. And I was like, are they hurting them? Because I didn't know if they were, like, alive or not, really. You know what I get? Or if they were more like animals. You know what I got recently, like, funked up over was caviar. Sturgeon caviar. Well, caviar is fish eggs. Yeah, um, which I now I'm bothered. I don't. Well, yeah, the, well the fish eggs. Mm-hmm. How do you think fish eggs are extracted from the sturgeon? They grab the fish and they go. Poof. Nope. They kill the fish. They okay. It takes like I think. How can I find Nemo? They just lay all day. Can't eat um, I think it's because it's something weird. Like, um, there's a certain um. Basically, you know how like women go through cycles and stuff. There's a certain stage that the fish eggs are in the in the belly, and like if you miss it, I think you have to wait like a whole another like two years. Well, I mean, they could just separate them from the males, and they'll still produce the eggs. But it's like even if it's off by like a month or so, the eggs are like basically like they're too something to eat. Like there's there's a very prime stage for extracting a fish. What kind of fish is it? Sturgeon. It's a, you're asking the art. Okay, no, you're fine. I can I can answer with my best guess. I so believe it's a like, kind of carp. They're not like goldfish that die in like five years. They live a really long lifespan. And they, yeah, and before you can tell if it's a male or a female, it takes like seven years. Who was the first person to be like, you know what we should try? Fish eggs. Slice it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting process, but the part that makes me sad is they have to... I believe that the fish meat is processed. Okay. Yeah. But it's just weird to think that, like, you know, there's a whole industry out for, like, just the eggs. Or, like, that's the, the main... In- you're like, I can't wait to birth these 200 babies and be an awesome mom. And you're like, Eat! Well, think about, like, if you go through the eggs and then, like... I mean, there's no males around, so you can't um, breed them. And then, let's say the fish farmer misses, like... We are on a very far <laughs> tangent. <laughs> but I was... Okay. Let's say he misses it, then your eggs just dissolve, and you have to start over again. That's true. Um, so anyways, yeah, the, the <laughs> oyster scene is very funny, uh, very cute. Um, I wish the fucking walrus nothing but hell in his life. Yeah, he was pretty greedy for that. Yeah. But God, he makes the butter look so good. <laughs> And the salt. Actually, no, that was the carpenter who made it look good. Yeah. They're like, we gotta get our asses to eat. Something about the scene doesn't make me feel that sad, though. I feel more bad for the carpenter. I wanted him to have his, like, food. I did too. I agree. Something about, I don't know why. Okay, yeah. Uh, after, yeah. After the house is the flowers. AKA the the uh pop figures Kinsey got you and I. Yeah, they're super cute. Uh-huh. I would say that's like one of the most iconic scenes from Alabama. I know, it's so so nice. Like even re it, I'm like, wow, that white flower over there is hot. The one that sings really good. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> why do they animate flowers like that? Don't know. Why do, why do they do that to me? <laughs> I chewed with my mouth open. Like, why can't you just lie and say that she's a flower? Like, they believe her. They're like, oh, 
the wildflower. She's like, no, I'm an alice. Well, the one bitchy purple flower was like. Oh, the one who didn't know it all. She's like, I've never heard of a flower called Alice. But they wanted to know her genus name. Listen here, bitch. I just showed up. I just popped out of the ground one day. Wanna talk about segregation? <laughs> like, uh, I can see where they got their inspiration off. Prime K- Oh my god. <laughs> You're fine. We could just talk about the story for as much as possible. I'm having fun podcast talking, <laughs> but we got our time in already. whipping cream maybe it'd be funny yeah yeah we're making it stretch because we have not felt like going to the grocery store i bought us burger king last night with like deals i was like anything but us going sometimes it's cheaper to eat out than it is to get groceries unfortunately it should not be that way which i'm not trying to live like that because it's not healthy yep like you get those deals like dollars and you know ten dollars if you like your kids like not bad um so talk about going from the the flowers and you said the purple one you know miss virgo over here who knows everything talk about a real virgo when you cut to the next scene cuts off some caterpillars oh he's a real virgo she gives me like english teacher vibes that like i don't know can you go to the bathroom like that's the vibe she gives me like a virgo stallion which is not wait give me a water from my desk please Oh, I can't go. I'm sorry. I just saw. I was like, I don't know what water. What's that flushing down there? Uh, I just put my foot on it because um, my feet aren't tall enough to reach the floor. It hurts. Can you open this for me? I'm holding this. I'm holding this. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I like it when you treat me like Kinsey because it reminds me that you still love me. I know Kinsey requires more attention, but sometimes it's just nice to get a little extra, you know? Uh, the caterpillar gives me, like, Virgo stallion vibes. Like, there's good and bad Virgo placements. Like, I know we bash on my Virgo Mars. Luckily, it isn't in my 12th house, so it's a little hidden. He's probably got a Virgo Mars. She's probably got a Virgo Venus. He's got the Virgo, like, rising over here. He mm-hmm. is a very particular Oh, I think, not, like, I think Leo rising with the Virgo. <laughs> like, like, the way he's sitting around, like... Yep. Yep. And uh, he stressed me out because, like, 
even when after he turned into a butterfly and he's like the right one will make you grow larger the left or whichever way it was she's like of what of what the mushroom of course i was like i know it it seems like that that like triggered kinsey I know. I like how she brushed it off afterwards, though. She's like, fucking, I'm going to eat the mushrooms. And the mushrooms reminded me of, like, bread when I was a kid. But it looked like a really good, squishy, delicious bread. Oh, my God. It looked so sweet. and Like, we're doing the podcast. Should we text her or pause? You said she was going to call us. Okay. Oh. Should I text her and ask her? Oh, I already hit the call button. I... Hey, Kinsey. I'm with Raya. Can we call you back in 15 minutes? Why? We're recording the podcast. Are you... Is it, like, actively playing right now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> would, you, would you like to say anything, Kinsey? What are, what are your thoughts on Alice in Wonderland? I fucking hate Alice in Wonderland. I don't think it's bad over your I think it, I think it scares the shit out of me. We were, we're saying that your autism doesn't like the random angriness. Um, because it's real. Like we were just talking about the butterfly like turning red and screaming at her. Like when yeah, he, and that's exactly what the fuck I'm thinking right now. <laughs> is that is that little ladybug's? I mean, butterfly's face. I can never get over it. He's so mad. They're all mad, Kenzie. They're all mad, Kenzie. <laughs> how we should just record the podcast without Kinsey from now. Oh my god. Um, anyways, we're, we're trying to fly through the rest. We kept going on these super long unrelated tangents. Like, if we were talking about oysters, we were talking about, like, the harvesting of oysters and sturgeons. <laughs> and we're falling kind of behind. We're, like, an hour in and we're only, like, halfway in the movie, well, right? We about the first, like, ten minutes because Kaylin's mic was backwards. <laughs> oh, will you call me in fifteen minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, I'll start counting down now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That dork. Five, five, five. Oh my god. Wow. Um. Yeah. When she sliced open that little mushroom, it was like a nice slice of pie. So I want to take a bite of. Looks so delicious. If you were in the world, would you be eating food? Absolutely. Because it seems like every food makes you grow a shrink. I I would. No, I don't care. I'd eat all the food. Because it looks that good. Yes, I would try every bit of it. And you know what? If I ate a cookie and I fell on the floor, I would, you know, climb out for us to get back up there and have more. Well, the the people thought she was a monster. And then the one uh, fucking old bird right after the mushroom scene, yeah. she's like, serpent. <laughs> Hold on. Pause. Colin. Colin. Uh, before you make dinner, will you take the dog out, too? Pray, please. Thank you so much. Um, so then after this is literally my favorite scene. This is the scene that I played the video game on DVD with and everything. This is probably, like, you know, we get the Mad Hatter, who's, like, everyone loves Mad Hatter. I would say, like, right after the Cheshire Cat. The mm-hmm. Like the fan favorite. Yeah, he probably is uh, above the Cheshire Cat, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of people Look it up. Him. Who's the most popular Alice in Wonderland character? Johnny Depp. You might have a point. Maybe Disney, it's Cheshire Cat, but maybe as a character as a whole, like, 
think the iconicness of like the raw map here with the card cat. Yeah, you're right, though. I do see a lot of marketing. Like, they, it's weird. Fucking Disney, they'll always pick the weirdest character to market. Like, in Moana, that fucking pig that is only at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like, he, he was all over, like, merchandising, kids' clothes, toys, plushies. Like, yeah. and I'm like, you were in the film. You. I was like, you didn't even get a minute of screen time in total. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Scene. It's like musical chairs to me. I like when he cuts the cut it, cup oh, in yeah, half. Like, <laughs> half a cup. Yeah. That's us having a podcast. <laughs> us trying to stay on topic about Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, she's twinkle, twinkle, little bat. Oh, I wonder where we're at. And, and you and I are the the Mad Hatter and the rabbit. I'm probably the rabbit. Yeah, I'm probably the Mad Hatter. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, something about, like, just Alice in Wonderland, besides it being kind of all over the place and, like, fantastical and wondrous, is it's chaotic, too, and I like those parts. Like, so... It's literally crazy. Mm-hmm. I like it, though. Yeah. It's an interpretation of, like, literally, like, visualizing mental... Yeah. um, Just different mental states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not all there. Yeah, but it freaked you the fuck out. Yeah. So, yeah, after the Mad Hatter scene, I want to say, yeah, it's Cheshire Cat. Mm-hmm. And then what happens after that Cheshire scene, Cat? Or wait, no, was it Cheshire Cat, then ha- Mad Hatter? I think, yeah. Oh, yes, you're right. It is Cheshire ha- Cat. Because he's like, he's like, oh, we're all mad here. And he's, he's like, well, I want to find someone who can help me. And she's like, oh, I know someone. He, yeah, she, he points to the, the house. So then after Mad Hatter, is she, yeah, it's, that's when she's on the road. And, you know, the dog's sweepy like, sweet. Yeah, Girl, it's the silence in the, the orchestra. Uh, the mu- yeah. Sorry. <laughs> The music. Yeah, the whole scene. Oh, you're right. The music kind of sets the tune, and the thing's just like you hear like him just pacing the path, mm-hmm. okay, and she's kind of panicking, and he can just stand there for a little cue. Who? Metaphor like how she's like, I can't walk because there's no sidewalk. Like you can just come walking. Well, she. It was a path, and it's like, oh, a path. Like I can follow a path, and like when there's not a path, you can't. You know. She's already lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Out of like the different little critters that like pull up, you got the little squonky donk, uh, squonky ducks. You got the little runny guys with the little hairs. Yeah. And then you have the fucking umbrellas that are all grumpy. Who's Kinsey? Who's you? Who's me? I'm probably the grumpy umbrella. 
Kinsey's the runny runny. <laughs> and I'm the little squonky donk. Yeah, <laughs> duck thing. <laughs> yeah, but then they start crying. So, like, they're all so sensitive. <laughs> I just, I like, visualizing Kinsey's, like, chaotic energy, like, running as fast as she fucking can. Sagittarius son. <laughs> yeah. Then Cheshire cat pops up again and she's like, holy fuck, I'm so lost. And he's like, you could go here. Like, was he trying to kill her? Was he trying to kill her? Possibly. Was the Mad Hatter, like, so mad that, like, they also kill people at tea time and, like, he just didn't get to that phase? Um, yes. And then he's like, hmm, didn't fucking That's kill her there. So Yeah, to understand the rules. You saw how <laughs> fucked up they got, like, at the table and yeah. uh, the mouse was awake. Like, imagine if, like, one more slip up. And then the cat comes back like, hmm, let's try to kill her this way now. And the queen, and then he sabotages her the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. And you, he's smiling, so you think he's, like, a helpful character. But, like, he really is just fucking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun fact. I played my um, first high school play was Alice in Wonderland. What character do you think I played? Did you play the queen? No. Did you play one of the cards? Yeah. That'd be a fun one. Specifically, the five of spades. Yeah, I was in that scene. Wait, no, no, I wasn't in that scene. I actually was one of the guards that pulled up and grabbed, like, uh, drug them off stage to go be beheaded. Um, yeah. So yeah, and I also, like, designed the costume to where, like, they like, could look as flat as possible. They had, like, really wide shoulder blades, and then the way it draped looked as flat as you could make a person, you know, versus, like, I've seen weird-ass card costumes, and I thought that was, like, the best way to do it. But anyways. Oh, you're good. Um... Mm-hmm. Like, this is literally so intense. <laughs> yeah, I like the... Ridley, go away! Go away! I liked the commentary on, like, I guess, like, crazy, you know, monarchy rulers and, you know, just the... It gives me, like, King Henry the Eighth vibes, like, yeah. the, you know, execute you, execute you. And... Yeah. Um, also, the scene is where I learned my fucking uh, kissing ass as a child because <laughs> seeing Alice kiss ass like your majesty and she's like very good little girl I, I was like yeah. that is how you people please that is how you get somebody who is angry and in power to just like like she'd be like darling and she'd be like well I just have a question she's like no questions uh, yes your majesty and she's like very good come along let's play croquet and I'm like now I know how to kiss ass Mm-hmm. Oh, the fucking little so giggly funny. shits, <laughs> the flamingos. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm the pink flamingo constantly in your life, just fucking around, making <laughs> jokes. Life? Think about it, like when I'm like, you know, being inappropriate or like joking around. Yeah, or just like being like, I don't know, like staring at your tits when you're wearing a like hot shirt. <laughs> I'm like, hee 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 Or I just make, like, the timely, like, you know, dad joke, or I don't know. Yeah, just yeah, dumbass shit. Good. 
Yeah, I, I actually can the pink flamingo. Oh my gosh. I'll, I'll give it to <sighs> you. <laughs> and then um, the way that the fucking green uh, flamingo and the green hedgehog would cheat to let the queen win, I was like, ew. Yeah, yeah bro. That's the game. Mm-hmm. Good luck with the golf with their heads if she loses, let's be honest. I feel like Colin kins the king of hearts. Even though he's a very large man, he gives me those vibes of just like, you know, sweet king, like, hey, like, let's be rational, dear. Like, give her a fair trial. Because, yeah, then um, the queen, because of the Cheshire Cat, gets, like, you know, humiliated in front of everybody at this croquet game. Yeah. Um, again, he's trying to kill her. And then, um, yeah, the trial happens. I'm not going to lie. I was cleaning up. And so I had to, you know, yeah, glance back. Well. Yeah. I remember the kid thinking the Cheshire Cat was, like, the most, like, um, mentally well person in the movie. As an adult, I'm like, I think it's because he seemed like he knew the most. Yeah, he actually provided the most information. But it was not helpful at all. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the trial happens. Um, she grows very large. The whole time, the queen's just trying to execute oh, she's her. Yelling. She's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. It's like she grew the confidence for, like, her persona grew. Yeah, which totally could happen in a dream. I could see that, too. And then um, she shrinks back down, and then everyone's chasing her, and everything gets super crazy and, like, swirly, and she's trying to find her way out. And um, it gets to a point where she's, like, I think pulling on a door and oh it's the the locked door and he, she can't get out yeah. and um then it's like well, Alice wake up it, yeah. yeah really freaky ending yeah almost like because you get to the climax and you're like fuck what's happening everyone's after her now maybe they were trying to kill her yeah I I want to Google if the Cheshire cat was trying to kill Alice I wish I would have remembered because obviously I, I didn't read it but I watched the live action like through the looking glass and I don't remember Was the Cheshire cat trying to kill Alice? During Alice's trial, the Cheshire cat appears one more time to mock the queen and make her angry at Alice, and Alice reports seeing him, but the queen cannot. He eventually causes the queen to snap and try to kill Alice by repeating a series of insults to her and Alice had previously... Did the Cheshire Cat help Alice? Um, the Cheshire Cat is sometimes interpreted as a guiding spirit for Alice, as it is he who directs her towards the March Hare's house and the Mad Tea Party, which eventually leads her to the final destination, the garden. Um, is he a good or a bad guy? He's not a hero nor an ally. I hmm? schizophrenia. <laughs> That's all I found. It's it's a a visualization of the uh, disappearing and reappearing um, like reality around you. So that's like what he's supposed to symbolize from what a random Google article just told me. Yeah. So schizophrenia. different ones yeah. yeah yeah i saw i i could see the the trail list of the rest of the characters but i'll leave that for the listeners go look up i'm not here trying to say like what is what from yeah, a cartoon yeah. but um it's interesting if it's done well you know but you know i'm not going to be here to say whether it was or not i would say one of my favorite things about disney of this era of disney is they were taking like not kids stories and making them kids stories yeah like, there's no reason why alice in wonderland or, or peter pan, pan 
I think that, like, I don't know if it's the era that, like, we came from watching those films that, like, I almost kind of miss it a little bit. Like, at least the stories I'm interested in, like, I really like, you know, The Lord of the Rings where, like, you know, Frodo, this, you know, very peace-loving, like, enjoying his hobbit town, like, does not want to leave, but he's like, if I don't leave, they know where the ring is. They're going to come here to get it, and they're going to kill all my friends. I have to venture out and face these perils and it's super dark i like stories that are dark but like i don't know i guess in recent disney like i fucking frozen the first film uh, the second one when you really think about it there's no main antagonist and that's that's not a bad thing i'm saying things can be different i actually love frozen 2 um things can be different but i do miss that because i don't see it anymore there's a difference between saying i don't see it anymore um but different things are also good. I'm welcoming new things, but, like, can we also get, like, I don't know, just a bad guy once in a while? Like, from the Disney Renaissance era, like, kind of bad guy. Yeah, the Renaissance era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that you're right. Like, they're just kind of blending into the norm, and it's like, who's going to break free from, like, those tales that we've already seen all the time? Yeah, and maybe. Maybe that's, like, the cycle. Like, maybe people are like, oh, let's change it up from the, just having bad guys. Let's get into some internal conflict. Yeah, it's just kind of like this, like, spreading evil, and then it's, like, personified, but then it's, like, I'm a good guy. Yeah. Um, Princess and the Frog had a bad guy that was very... Yeah. I don't know. I just like it once in a while. Like, different's not bad, and I think different forms of conflict, yeah, whether it be internal or external. It yeah, and, you know, I, I, I welcome it all. I just am kind of, like, I'd love to see it. It'd be refreshing. Yeah. Just like a, a good old, you know, schizophrenic cat-like story, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I definitely have no reason to ask if you share the same identity. You both obviously like the film. Right. Wouldn't share it with Kinsey's ass. Yeah, her rat ass. Wouldn't share it with Kinsey or anyone who has narcissistic parents. Apparently, including Kinsey. Yeah, I, I will say trigger warning on, like, the yelling. Like, it's a very, um, you know, I'm sorry, you've already triggering movie. I would say that the live action didn't feel as intense as the animated one. No, it's just kind of like... Uh, darker themed creepy like but it i would say that this evokes more emotion out of me like watching this version like i don't know if you watch it at nighttime theatrically lights off popcorn going like you can really get into the fucking like uh film's motive uh uh or the hold on the mood that they're trying to convey yeah yeah but what are you gonna share with us next week right Mm-hmm. If for some reason Kinsey is still not ready to move on with us, um, I am resharing because I, I guess you didn't watch it, but you read it. I'm I'm showing you Salem Given, the anime, mm-hmm. the uh, DL, you know, one of my favorite uh, manga to read that I made Salem read it for our book club that we did in January. Yeah, gosh, we can we can get that started up again, you know, yeah, you and I. Can, uh, <laughs> it's summertime; it's a perfect time to be yeah, hitting up cafes. Yeah, we could. We'll get something going. Oh, it's funny because he can't. <laughs> no, the title. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's because he's not bad. We will be covering Given, uh, the anime. Knowing Salem, she'll probably watch all twelve episodes. Yeah, I can. I can do that in a week time. The movie is what you. Like, the movie is up until like all these. Oh, never mind. 
first time I'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Knowing Kevin. And then, um, I mean, we can maybe get through the movie, too. Yeah, yeah you know. Or if you want to save it for another potential podcast idea, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, we can cover the first time I'll be safe. I haven't really watched any of those podcasts. But that's what we'll be covering next week if Cindy's not here. Otherwise, we'll be back for our custom Florence. You guys will know, because I'll drop, I'll drop the playlist, the Florence playlist, when we're covering that. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, and if, you know, unfortunately, like, Kinsey does come back and we don't get to cover the amazing, like, given anime, which uh, we'll either... Yeah, because Kinsey's such a watcher. Yeah, we'll get her in along with it. Um, also, that's actually not a bad idea that, like, we split it up. That way I watch just a show, we talk about it, and then we can do a movie review, and Kinsey can catch up all the way. Yeah, she probably likes the movie more than the show. So, like, we make her watch the show, and then we just review the movie, and obviously she's going to talk she about the show, too. Up, so it. Perfect plan. Bye, losers.